Hi, hey everyone. Welcome to the Good News Podcast. And today we are going to feature two amazing people, Jim Christian and Sonia Sykes, both beautiful, faithful leaders who are making a difference in the world today. And we're going to delve into a topic that that often doesn't get talked about, to be honest, especially in the church for some reason. We're going to talk about money, about finances, about resources. We're going to get into things on into some things like why do people give in the first place? They both have really powerful stories on how they've grown in their giving. But what's important to me, I think, is why they give and why we can give. Friends, get ready to be inspired. This is a good one coming up. Let's dive in. Thanks for joining us on the Good News Podcast today. Today is a very special day because we don't only have one special guest, we've got two special guests. This is Jim Christian and Sonia Sykes, and uh, certainly very faithful and connected uh, members and people around NBUC. We're talking about a, a, a topic that, that we certainly haven't really broached on the Good News Podcast, and I think it's one that many times people avoid, and that's talking about money and giving and generosity. And I am super excited that we can just get real with this stuff and talk openly about it because it's a fascinating topic and it's something that everybody thinks about, at least when you think about money. But Jim, let's dive in. Um, we've we've talked about growing our, not our giving, but our generosity and kind of change that, even that word from giving to generosity, which, which changes many, many, like the mindset even around this. So uh, talk a bit about that. What, what's in that shift of from generosity, sorry, from giving to generosity? Yeah, I think um, the whole part of generosity is it's, it's a flow through. Our generosity to the church allows the generosity of the church to go out into the community, mm-hmm. out into the world, uh, and 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 complete the ministry and mission that we feel God has put on His church, MBUC. So it, it's it's we're not we're not giving for the sake of giving. We're giving uh, out of a place of generosity, so mm-hmm. that that generosity can go out in the love of Jesus to through all the programs we do, from Alpha through Caring and Sharing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the, all that happens. Um, mm. And part of that is, you know, it resources the infrastructure to allow that generosity to flow out. Mm. Like without the infrastructure, that can't happen. So it's just that that belief that we can, by being generous, that generosity can flow out and be God's love, the love of Jesus in, in the world. And, mm. uh, and through that process, we'll be changed. Mm. Like we'll, we'll experience... Uh, profound change in our life as mm-hmm, well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, there's like generosity all over. And I, I never really thought about us being generous individually so that we can be part of a community that's generous to the world. L- love that. Let's let's bring it back even one level. Uh, like where's God in that too? He, that, that sense of, of uh, I know we've often talked about we give because God has given us all that we have. And uh, that idea of generosity even starting before we give um, before we can become generous with the God who is generous. Mm-hmm. I love that idea of, of um, what, what Jim has said about, about God's love and goodness flowing through us. And generosity really is, is us wanting to participate in God's grace, mm. not only to us, to those who we love, but to 
the church and through the mm-hmm. church into the community. And I, I think of the, I think of a picture in my mind. I like to think in pictures of, uh, of the, the table that's being set and, and everybody can bring what they can. And, and for mm-hmm. some it's like, I'll bring the napkins, but that's still an important piece. Mm-hmm. And, and some bring the turkey and some others bring the sides. But, but f- the thing about generosity is that you don't have to have a certain status or a level or a certain um, amount of, of resources to be eligible to contribute. We are all able to contribute to the table. And as, as believers, we're all able, regardless of our financial um, position or, or in our own minds, what we think is enough to God, that's more than enough that he can use what we have to give. And from that, there is multiplication because we give it together. It's not just one, it's, it's all giving together. Mm-hmm, 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 yeah. Yeah. Let's uh, talk a bit about the power of giving together, you know, and being generous together. Um, We've we've talked a bit about the cult, a culture, creating a culture of generosity. Um, What does that, what does that look like in your mind? What what is that, what is that, uh, you know, in a more concrete way? How how do you, how, what would be a sign of, of a group of people living in a way that there's a culture of generosity that's being formed and created? Well, I think, um, first of all, it's countercultural. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, that's I mean, we're, a great point. We're in a time in, in our culture where, uh, you know, we're all concerned about next week, next month, next year, yeah. retirement, what schooling for our kids, whatever those things are. So the point of actually giving money away uh, is very countercultural. Mm. Um, you know, I, I read, and I can't remember the exact reference, but Decades ago, uh, Christians would give money to the church, and the church became known for establishing schools, establishing hospitals, yeah. establishing because that money was flowing through uh, God's um, uh, God's church to establish those things. So, I think um, once we can get past the point of of accepting that it is countercultural. Mm-hmm and move our mindset from a scarcity mindset to an abundance mindset mm. that that we we can give mm-hmm. as as Sonia mentioned you know we we all can contribute mm-hmm. um and i think um uh, it's a beautiful thing to see it at work right mm-hmm. it's a beautiful thing to see that generosity flowing in and through the church mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i love what you said about the, the mindset, I think, that has a, a big piece in playing into changing our DNA as a church um, from thinking, I don't have enough, a deficit thinking to an asset thinking. Mm-hmm. And I and I know that and the Bible talks a lot about that. This mm-hmm. Just this week I was reading in James, uh, James 1.17 says, every good and perfect gift comes from God. Mm-hmm. And so if I look at kind of a my own personal audit of all that God has given me, and I think all of this is a gift from God, then I think that's that's maybe for at least, at least for me that helps me change my mindset from I don't have enough to look at all that God has given me. Mm. How can I use what I have to give to others? Mm-hmm. And it might be, for example, I know that um, caring sharing is mm-hmm. is some an ongoing piece of what we do here at the church. But let's think about those who haven't set their feet into the church just yet. They're still mm-hmm. um, worshiping and being part of the body uh, at home through online ministries. And, and that needs, that needs supports too. Mm-hmm. So I think we can just uh, perhaps do our own little personal audits and inventories of all that God has mm-hmm. given us. And that might ha- help change our mindsets too. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. I think, I think the reality 
in the church today, and that it's not just MBUC, it's across the board, uh, but specifically at MBUC, my sense is, you know, we've made a big commitment to be 100% online and 100% in person. Mm -hmm. Well, the pandemic has taken its toll, right? Some people left the church, some people have not come back to the church, some people have died. Uh, we've got new people like Sonia that came through the pandemic, but that reality that we've got made this huge commitment, which I totally support, but it takes yeah. more resourcing. Mm -hmm. You can't you can't have a hundred percent online and a hundred percent in person and, and not impact resourcing. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I just think of the investments that uh, the church has been making in in infrastructure, the IT infrastructure, the streaming infrastructure, all these electronics and these microphones yeah. and cameras and all of these things that all takes resourcing and it's it it uh, it's that infrastructure that uh, that uh, that allows the other ministries to happen right mm -hmm. uh, and that that transformation that mm -hmm. can happen through the ministry mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. um, it's it just that generosity that countercultural thinking of of we've got it all from God so you know we get to keep the percentage that we choose, <laughs> you know, yeah. we, you know, we believe in, t uh, you know, the Bible says tithe 10%. So, you know, we get to keep 90% of it, yeah. but, but, you know, some people aren't there, which is totally fine, you know, uh, and, you know, we're all where we are and we all have our own circumstances, but that ability to, to take off the top, I think yeah. it would be our position, take off the top, choose a percentage, take off the top and then gradually grow to tithing and, and possibly beyond. But, that is quite quite countercultural. Yeah, let, let's stay on this for a bit because I, I think it, it's it's easy to kind of skip over it or miss how how countercultural it is. And you guys are both talking. I'm thinking, like, yeah, like I totally agree. But yeah, this would sound crazy to somebody that hasn't um, been formed this way. If you are formed as a follower of Jesus, formed in a life of faith, and and this, yeah, because I, I think the message that we tend to get in in the culture would be not that you've got more than you could ever want or need, uh, that God has blessed you, that everything comes from God, but that um, you need more, you deserve more, go get more, and it still won't be enough, so go get some more, you know, and, and that creates this very panicky, anxious way of, of living. Um, you are, you know, in the details, like you are two people who are, from my perspective, very faithful, have, have experienced giving. I, I'm grateful to be, be part of that, that as well. What, 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 like, what is, what happens when you give? What what is the blessing that 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 comes? And I, I don't mean you know in a in a mathematical kind of way that that you know I, I think there's been some teaching out there um, that some I know have been really challenged by where if I give this I'm going to get that back and and more. I, d I don't know that it's like you know like it doesn't quite work that way. That scientific that you know ma mathematical if I could say. And yet and yet I think I think my our experience Katrina my wife and I has been that there there really is a reality that that as we learn to give and grow in our generosity we 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 just continue to be be blessed in 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 many many ways including what we what we do have actually. What's your experience of that? Like I, that might help you with this idea of living into something that is very different, very countercultural. I have uh, I had shared this story with you and with Jim previously to this podcast that. Uh, in our first year of marriage, my husband and I wanted to, it wasn't exactly a test per se, but we really wanted to live into living generously. And um, prior to getting married, we each individually were, were tithing. But in our second year of marriage, we said, we're going to do this in a big way. So instead of 
um, just tithing off of my uh, salary. And I was just a new teacher and he and his workplace, his 10%, we just lived off of his and we we tithed mine. And um, it was a little bit of a secret because we thought people are going to think we're crazy. Mm-hmm. But really the 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 why behind mm-hmm. why we did that mm-hmm. was because we knew God was good and we knew that everything came from him. And we were just so grateful. I mean, we were new, newlyweds and we're just happy to be together, but we were so grateful that God gave that to us. And so everything outside of that was just like bonus. Yeah. So we lived in that for a year. And in that year, we just kept our eyes open to opportunities. And when there was a ministry that came to our attention that we really felt this was meeting a need, God could use us to partner with this organization, we mm-hmm. gave. And when we met people who were in specific need, we both without saying anything, but then later on when we came together, we both felt like the Holy Spirit was nudging us that we needed to give to that person's need, whatever it was. And um it was it was a need it was a year of less financially, but it was a year of spiritual lavishness mm-hmm. because we felt so in tune with God's nudging and the Holy Spirit just saying, I want to work through you yeah. in this area. And I want to work through you in this area. And um we don't know and I, we didn't look at it as a transaction. As you said, it's yeah, not like yeah. I give this, so you give no. me that. It wasn't a transaction, but our relationship with the Lord yeah. was so much sweeter because we really felt like we were being responsive to things of the mm-hmm. kingdom. And it was an honor. It yeah. really, really was. So when after the year was done and we went back to just living, we felt like, what are we doing with all this money? God, <laughs> give, us a, give us a direction. But it was just an open door yeah. of our hearts to do God's work. And, yeah. uh, it was, it was an amazing year. Yeah. 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 You know, the, the joy, um, like, like oozing out of you as you, as you share this <laughs> is really cool. I can't imagine how exciting that would have been to just be giving so freely and, and spontaneously as, as things came up and, and as just, you know, as we talk about the countercultural idea that believing that God actually has given us all that we have. And we always kind of say, if you don't get that giving won't make sense when you, when you, when you do get that, giving becomes what you just talked about. Like you, you, you actually just totally lived in that. God has given it. Let's just give it away. And, and, and the, but the joy that comes with that is really freeing. I think it's very freeing. And I'm not saying everyone has to do that. I'm just saying that it was just a a really unique and wonderful experience. We, I, I feel very privileged to have lived in that for a year to really taste what it felt like to not, um, to be generous, yeah. to have my hands open, but also my ears open and my heart open to what God was doing mm-hmm. presently in that time where we were. And we we thought, oh, we're going to be big time missionaries and mm-hmm. leave the country. And, and we didn't leave the country. We're still in our little community, yeah. but God opened our eyes to so much of yeah. How we can impact yeah, for him? Yeah, yeah, amazing, amazing. I know one of the one of the experiences that that Katrina and I have had over the years as we've just continued to grow in our giving um, is is w- just an appreciation for what we have, and and sometimes like really being in awe that that um, we can. Because I think I think probably until you start to try, and I would just say if you're not sure if it's going to work, just try it, and trust me, it will. Like it really will. But because I think there is a step of 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 fear to overcome, to just give it a go. Cause we just, we live in this reality. We don't think we have enough. And what if we did that? We won't have enough. We do, I guess our, our experience has been that we, we, and it's not like we've magically had more money come our way, but it's more living within what we do have 
in a new way because we're giving and, and a deeper appreciation for, for what we have. Um, that's, that's transformation. Like, like, like sometimes we, we, we have this conversation where we're like, well, yeah, like we're doing that and yet we still have that and we can do that. And like, God really does have lots, <laughs> has given us lots of it. Yeah, like we're just yeah. so blessed. So what's been your experience of, of that? Yeah. Well, Sherry and I've ex- had the same, uh, kind of experiences with giving, obviously, mm-hmm. um, not obviously, but didn't give our salary away for a year when we were first married, but, um, which is so cool. <laughs> you should try it again. <laughs> um, but uh, the uh, we're talking about you now, Jim. Yeah, I know. <laughs> the you know we started you know giving very modestly. We we didn't grow up in in a place where we were taught to tithe off the bat. Like tithing was a new concept for us. Um, over time, the the giving grew. Um, and, and then, uh, then we chose a percentage and we gradually, gradually moved to tithing and, and, and now, uh, are beyond tithing. But, and I say that with no ego, like mm-hmm. it's just, just the progression of our ability to, to grow in, in giving mm-hmm. and, and, and by doing that, um, seeing the great joy, experiencing the joy that comes in it. And I, you know, for me, it's, uh, seeing the transformation that, that, our giving helps provide for mm-hmm. people. You know, the, the, uh, the experience and when we talk about what, what people experience at Alpha or, you know, a marriage that gets saved through Alpha marriage or grows mm-hmm. because of Alpha marriage. Uh, you know, the families that get fed and gets Christmas at, at Christmas because of uh, caring and sharing or whatever, whatever, the, whatever that ministry is um, that, that impacts and transforms. You know, worship, you know, you know the the experience when you when you go to worship, <laughs> and you know I, I I experience worship in a certain way, and but you you talk to people after worship, and you you see a lightness that they that was different when they leave than when they come in. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know, just this past week we had the the the, the prayer and worship night, and there was several people that came to me after and said, I I feel much more equipped to handle my week than when I came here. Mm-hmm. So that's transformational. And that's, that is provided because of, of people being generous. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, to me, that's the great joy, mm-hmm. right? That's, that's, that's the great joy to be able to, to see that transformation, to be part of that transformation, to, to invest in that transformation. Um, you know, you know, it's just, it's just beautiful. It's yeah. just beautiful. And, uh, no, we're fine. <laughs> yeah. you know? Maybe that's the heart of generosity, that it's not, it's not, the resources are so essential, but it's not the resources, it's the lives, it's the people mm-hmm. that can be transformed by it. And if we focused our minds on um, on the people who can be touched by God's love, yeah. wow, that that would really shift some thinking. Like I, I, like yeah. I have this crazy idea that I just, you know, MBUC to be known in the city, which it already is. It has a great reputation, but being the most generous church, mm-hmm. right? That that we're able to support missions beyond Brampton, missions mm-hmm. in Brampton. You know, wouldn't it be great if if MBUC could tithe ten percent of its giving, mm-hmm. you know, to to mm-hmm. outside outside ministries? Um, um, but, but anyways, that's a bit of 
it's a, it's a, some people might say that's a crazy idea. I'm going to say it's a big idea, not a crazy idea. <laughs> <laughs> well, it goes back to your, your very first comments around being generous individually so that we can be generous as a, as a whole community yeah. and just, and, and, and keep growing in, in that. And that's, mm. that's partly, I, that, that's been interesting for me because, um, in order it's, it, I mean, we, we are coming through and, and still really in a, a pandemic, which, which has brought challenges in, in so many, at so many levels for, for individuals, for organizations, not just the church, like every business organization has been challenged in all kinds of ways, including financially. And, and it may be helpful just to talk a bit about the realities of, of that, which actually makes this conversation in my mind even more important because we do want to continue to be generous. We do want to continue to serve the community. We do want to continue to, to, to you know, support communities like Ard Glen and families in need and see personal transformation as well as justice mission. Like these are things that we've been called to in a unique way. But in order to keep growing that, we've, 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 this is part of that conversation, you know, this is underneath that. Um, so just maybe think a bit about the complexities that the pandemic has brought on on this conversation, both the resourcing for the organization, but also for real people finding their way around even wanting to give, but maybe not being able to because of changing circumstances. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's certainly... Um... It's certainly complex mm -hmm. uh, at every level, and uh, I think as as we come out of the pandemic, and you know, we won't get into the debate on where we are in that process, <laughs> but I, I just feel as as a Christian, um, we're and as a Christian community, we're being called higher. Mm. You know, we're being called to be the light in the darkness. We're being called mm. to bring hope where there's hopelessness. We're being called to, to, like never before, to show people the hope that there is in, uh, in Jesus. And um, that's different for everybody. It's different. It's the, the, the pandemic has impacted people financially. It's impacted businesses. I just, I just think this is a process of being called to, to a higher place. Mm. Um, the need for MBUC to thrive, not just sustain itself, mm -hmm. but to mm -hmm. thrive and grow and bring revival, um, you know, is is something I think we all have to wrestle with how we're being called to. You know, we we've, we've often said that uh, ministry costs money, good ministry costs more money, and mm -hmm. Additional tagline there now is transformational mm -hmm. ministry, which what we're experiencing like never before, at least in my history with MBUC, uh, it takes transformational generosity, mm -hmm. right? Like mm -hmm. we we just have to, and I don't know what that looks mm -hmm. like. I just I just feel that that that's the uh, the way the Holy Spirit's moving in in and through me mm -hmm. at least. Mm -hmm. yeah. Love it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree there. Mm -hmm. I just I think that this is a challenging time for everyone and as a church. We this is a a transformational opportunity yeah. for us to step forward into it and to listen to voices we haven't listened to perhaps as much as we used to or mm -hmm. or more so. And um, with that, I know that the church has gone through a season of lament and a season of learning and still is learning. And with that, changing and transformation of our hearts as a as a body of believers, um, I, I believe generosity will be 
an eventual outcome of that mm-hmm. because as we're changed, we're going to say now, now what, Lord? Mm-hmm. <laughs> now we're in this position. We know that, you know, we're learning these things and we have been remiss in seeing our brothers and sisters in, mm-hmm. in the margins. Now what? And so that is a, a really great place for the Holy Spirit to say, okay, you're going to do this mm-hmm. and I need money to do it. Mm-hmm. And and then I think more dreams will start happening with us mm-hmm. as a church. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you think, of the, you think of the sermon series right now, the, the vine and you know, the, the last couple, two, two and a half, three years, it's been pruning, right? Mm-hmm. You know, we've, we've been, kind of mm-hmm. been pruning and growing, pruning and growing, yeah. pruning and growing, but, and there's been fruit, but, you know, I just, I really feel the, the crop is coming, mm-hmm. the, the bigger crop is coming, but we got to keep fertilizing and feeding and, mm-hmm. and, and getting there. Mm-hmm. 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 And it is, it is amazing, uh, you know, as, as you say, that, that, that the, the Holy Spirit is at work and though there has been a, a grieving, a transition. Where in, in in reality, um, we yeah, we've we've lost people. People have moved away. Uh, people have left the church. People have who who once gave um, insignificant amounts aren't aren't able to do that for for different reasons. And it's it's had a huge impact on us. Um, we're working through that. God is leading us through that. And and people are rising up. New people are starting to give for the first time and and experiencing the joy that we're talking about. I, I just I love some of the emails we get from people saying, "Hey, you know, I I want I we want to my wife and I, a young family, want to give to this on a regular basis because we're we're blessed by what it's ha- what is happening and we're seeing that blessing in others and in our city beyond our church community as well. And you know, you get those. You're like, okay, yeah, there, there's God's abundance would say that there's lots of those kinds of people who are waiting to be taking this step. And as that happens, like it, it, it yeah, the, the opportunity to reach out to people um, who have, have given from the community has been uh, just an eye opener for, for our leadership as well that this year, where we've got people in the community who have supported once a year, say uh, every, every year it's a, Hey, this program's going on. And would you, would you want to toss in a little and they'll give a significant check. And so we've approached them and say, would, would you want to do that all year round instead of just once a year? Cause we do this work. And I said, we would love to, like, it's been amazing that the generosity of God that is beyond the church to support the work of the church um, has been, again, a place for me where exponential growth can happen when you start to tap into that, when you start to um, recognize that God is working in these kinds of ways. And sometimes, hey, when, we've, when, we're, when we're squeezed a little bit, when we're in, the Apostle Paul says, when we're weak, that's when Christ will really show his strength and make us strong. And I kind of feel like that's been happening too. Like it's, 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 it's been challenging. It's been very hard, but that's leading us um, to reach out in new ways to new people <laughs> and try new things. And God's just beginning to bless that. But what could and I think will come, yeah, could be transformational. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Mm. Well, why don't we get real concrete just to close off here today? Uh, what, what, what would be some suggestions um, that, that we could offer as far as steps people might take into the how to live into the giving because it's it's one thing to believe a number of the the big abundance and you know exactly you got it. god's given okay yeah that, that i got it okay but, but still like how so where do you start or what does it look like just some practical concrete things and maybe even thinking back to some of your experiences along the way as you've grown in your generosity o- over the years just to give people some some practical stuff uh, you know to today mm-hmm. first Jim. <laughs> <Still thinking. laughs> well i i think sonia's idea is great if, 
give away a salary for a year, but <laughs> no, that's, um, I, th I think wherever you are, wherever you are, spend some time praying about it and send, send, send some, spend some time mm. talking about it, mm. uh, with, with your partner or with one of us or with somebody that you think has the heart of generosity and, and just kind of get a experience of it. You know, for us, um, the big step in our growing and our generosity was spending time with Alvin and Maureen Kelly, mm. like never met a couple so generous with their time and, 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 and their resourcing. And, you know, we, we learned from that, right. We learned, um, that, uh, being generous was a beautiful thing and that they got great joy out of it and they taught us. Uh, and it wasn't, we didn't go to their house and got, we didn't get, they didn't run classes, but mm -hmm. just watching, uh, watching them live their life and experiencing the great joy of, of, of uh, seeing how, how they got great joy. So, you know, I think spend some time, spend mm -hmm. some time in prayer, spend some time talking about it. I think it's a topic that we should talk about, mm -hmm. that we should have the courage to talk about. We should, uh, and get concrete, like, you know, do you have a percentage? Do you, do you how do you do it? Uh, you know, how, how does the banking work? Like just mm -hmm. get, get practical about, you know, what, what can you do? So, you know, as I said earlier, starts with that, starts with choosing a percentage and gradually ticking it up um, with the belief, the foundational belief that everything we have comes from God and, yeah. and we get to keep 90% yeah. of it if we get there, you know, if we, if we <laughs> believe into the, if we lean into the tithing. So, um, yeah, just look for, look for examples yeah. and, and talk to I, those people that are the examples that you would yeah. want to follow. Yeah. Yeah. I really, I really love it. I mean, starting with prayer, I think is so important, Jim, because, um, that's where we do get a sense of who God is and, and God is the most generous and, and, and then, uh, yeah, I've never, I don't think I've ever prayed and decided to give in less. So just be careful, <laughs> but, it's, but it's awesome. Like it's so freeing. It's, it's so, it's so true. But then I, I think you're right. Like we don't talk enough about it, both people who give, but people who are wondering or on the sidelines or afraid, like, like if you want to, if you want, cause I think sometimes people really do want to do this. They really don't know how to talk to someone who you see that's giving, ask them about it. Cause I think it'll be really helpful, enlightening for, for people. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Just to be really practical, I think, uh, you know, there are people that give 10% of their income. There are people that do that. So if that's not where you are at, you can, although it's very countercultural, you can, believe that there are people that are giving 10% mm. of their income before tax mm. and beyond, right? So they're, they're, people do do that. Mm. And culture might call them crazy, but, but culture doesn't see the joy that they get by being generous, right? Well, I was going to say, um, uh, oh, again, start with prayer and, and maybe in your prayers, just start a, a list of five to 10 things that you are grateful for in terms of the life of, uh, of being a, a Jesus follower and your life here at NBUC or the church that you, you worship at, and then ask the Lord, Lord, how can you use me to enhance that? How can you use me to enlarge that? And maybe you need to think of something specific about children's ministry or uh, a Bible study, small groups, alpha, alpha marriage. Maybe there's something that the Lord will put on your heart. And that might be the one thing that's going to be on your heart as you 
as you decide, I want to be generous to that. Um, so uh, that could be a starting point. Just, you know, starting with gratitude and with that gratitude comes Love generosity. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Love it. You know, and my, my sense is as, as someone prays that, okay, what are, what are you grateful for? What it gets, it gets to why we would give. And, and I think the question that came for me as you were talking is, is what's most important in your life? I think that's where Jesus was talking about, about where your where your heart is there, your treasure will be as well. And I know for Katrina, I often over the years, as we've stopped to think about what's what's really important to us, um, it's caused us to make choices by God's grace that we wouldn't have made otherwise. We we would have, and, and not that we don't spend, we go on trips, we have renovations in our house over the time, but there's things that we've not done or waited to do. Whereas, no, no, we would rather give a significant amount of money to that, because that's going to bring transformation. That's going to bring change. That's going to that's going to impact like the, the neighborhood, you know. And, and I think your your the way you talked about entering prayer. I think it would lead us to that question: what what is most important to you? And as God as God gives you that um, in your heart, uh, yeah, everything else will flow flow from there. I think, yeah, yeah, awesome, man. This is great, guys. Thank you so, so much for your openness and just uh, the depth of thought and faith uh, around a topic that, again, sometimes people are afraid to, to talk about. And I know we've uh, tried not to be around NBUC and, and grateful for that culture of being able to talk about money and giving and God's generosity and abundance because they're really good things. Yeah. Thanks Thank to you, you both. So mm. oh, awesome. Let's pray to close. And uh, again, great to be together here. Oh, God, thank you so, so much. For you are, you are the giver of all that we have. You really are. That in itself is transformational. To understand that, to um, receive that, to, to live into that. So we, we thank you for your goodness and your faithfulness, for your abundance, for your providing for us, and for the opportunity that you've given us to, to enter into that generosity, to um, to give in a way that transforms us, that gives us joy, that puts a smile on our face, that that enables us to be a part of something that we 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 have a sense is is bringing change, healing, hope to to this world. And that's that's a that's a, a, an incredible thing to be a part of, and and all of that and more happens um, at the heart of this conversation. So, thank you for your continued leading and loving of us, and we pray for everyone who's listening and watching that we would we would find our way uh, through this conversation through our own prayers, not in a not in a guilt inducing way at all, but with complete freedom and joy, because that's always where you want us to live and be. So, thank you for all that you continue to do in Jesus' name. We pray. Amen. Amen. Well, thanks again, guys, for so much for this conversation today. And thank you, everyone, for being a part of the Good News Podcast. Great to have you part of the conversation. God bless you and be with you. Hope to see you again real soon. Well, I, uh, I could have that conversation all day long. I felt like I was growing even in the midst of the conversation with each question, with each, with each topic, with each another, another level of depth would come. And, and I just wanted to keep going further. So hopefully you were helped by today's topic. Again, it's one, as I said in the intro, we don't always talk a lot, but I'm really glad we've delved deeply into it today. You know, when, when we talk about the idea of being counter cultural as followers of Jesus, it, it really hit me that, that this may be where the rubber hits the road 
more than in any other way when it comes to our finances and what we do with the money that we are blessed to have. And, and so it is. It may be challenging because it is counter to the culture. Jesus offered a new way of living. And man, when we enter into it, we will be blessed. That's a part of this idea of giving and what's so countercultural um, in at the heart of it. I also love that we 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 got into this this idea of abundance. And and so often we we live within a, 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 a mindset of scarcity, uh, where there's just not enough for us, not enough to give, not enough um, you know, for the future. And and it takes us to a place of worry and fear and anxiety and if I'm being honest, I can I can live there very easily, especially when it comes to financial matters. But that's where it is transformational to entrust our life to God, to believe that Jesus has a path forward as we live into it that will bring more than we've ever seen or experienced before, including resources, resources for ourselves and resources for the mission, the church that God cares so much about. So abundance, hopefully you go away inspired by that idea, blessing to your life, blessing with what you do, with what God has blessed you with and experience the joy in living into that. Friends, God bless you. Thanks again so much for being a part of these conversations. Pray that you are well and can't wait to see you again.